if you uh, if you weren't if you weren't here for Sunday school, you missed the blessing. Thank you so much, Brother Chris, for for sharing with us. You know, this this is a weekend that we are celebrating our independence. Yes. Uh, and, and thank Brother Bo for sharing too. It, it was a great time. You know, we have to uh, we have to be so thankful for our independence. And again, you know, uh, when the Declaration was wrote, I, 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 I promise you right now that they put God first. Amen. That's thinking about us. You know, but every day should be an Independence Day as a Christian. Sure. And in saying that, you can look in uh, Galatians. Uh, chapter 5 verses 1 and also in 13 he says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free and then in, in chapter uh, 5 verses 1 it says stand firm that all do not let yourselves be burdened against by the yoke of slavery and uh, when you jump down to, to uh, verse 13 it says you my brothers and sisters are called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge in the flesh or flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. And as saying that, as we celebrate our freedom, you know, this weekend, and uh, each and every day, we need to look with gratitude to the to the past. And we're going to look at that a little bit, but look to the past uh, and, and look at our faith to the future and be committed, you know, be committed to that uh, in, our, in, our, in our lives to, to do what God has asked us to do. You know, by faith we can go forward. You know, God made us to go forward. He didn't make us to, He didn't build this body to go backwards, walk backwards. He made us to go forward. And, uh, and by faith, we can do that. Sure. And there's some good scripture, and uh, you can find it in the uh, in Psalms. And the psalmist wrote, uh, it says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Amen. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And, and you know, Chris shared with us this morning in Sunday school, and, and that scripture came to mind. And, you know, blessed is the nation whose God Amen. So I like us to all stand, and everybody knows the song. But you look to page seven ninety nine, America the Beautiful.
if you don't mind, you pray for us. Just pray for our country. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity one more time, Lord, to come to your house and to worship you, Lord. And God, we thank you for what we felt thus far in this service, God. And Lord, we're thankful to live in the United States of America, God. And you have so blessed, dear Heavenly Father, and we couldn't begin, Lord, to count the blessings that you've bestowed upon this country, dear Lord. And God, I pray that you'd help us as your people, dear Heavenly Father, to stand, Lord, for what's right, dear Lord. And dear Heavenly Father, when we're challenged, dear Heavenly Father, from the devil, Lord, help us, God, to stand on that firm foundation, Lord, that never fails. And help us, Lord, to serve you, God, in all that we do. Lord, I pray that you bless in the remainder of this service, God. I pray, dear Heavenly Father, that you lead, guide, and direct in everything that's done and said, God. And Lord, we pray that whatever the need might be in this service today, God, that that need would be met, dear Lord. We pray, dear Heavenly Father, and we realize, God, that you've got the answer to every problem, Lord, that we face, God. And we pray, Lord, that we would come to you, Lord, and lay it at your feet, dear Heavenly Father. Knowing God that you'll take care of all things. Thank you for all you've given and all that you've done. Bless the leaders of our country, God, the leaders of our state, our county, dear Heavenly Father. And Lord, give them wisdom and understanding, God, to make the right decisions, Lord, and that that they do, first and most precious name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Brother Steve. You know, we're going to sing some uh, early American tradition hymns. And, you know, we're going to celebrate early American Christian you know, they wrote some great, great songs uh, back then. And Brother Steve, uh, prayer, just pray, you know, we need to stand on the firm foundation. Yes. We need to stand on the firm foundation. So look at page four away. How firm a foundation.
last line right there. I never, no, never, no, never forsake. I like that. You'll have the bottom of that hymn right there. You look at the very bottom. Chris brought that to my attention earlier. Traditional American melody. So we're just we're gonna share some more songs Amen. on that same line right there. Look at page uh, 777. 777 on Jordan Stone Bank. Brother Wayne, that, that song, it means so much to me. Um, I realized that it was, it's, the words are written from a, a, a perspective of a loving Heavenly Father. Sure. And, and, you know, he doesn't say, he, he says in the beginning, if, if we'll get on that firm foundation, and that that lean on Jesus for repose. Right. Um, that that life will not be without challenges, but that his that the fire will not hurt me. Amen. I only desire that draws to consume and I go to refine. Amen. But then in that last verse, no matter how hot the fire gets or how lonely we are. He, he says he'll never, he'll never, never. Amen. 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 That is one of my, my favorite songs. Uh, and it, you know, I used to, to sing it, and it, then it, it dawned on me one day that it was sung, that the author wrote the song from the perspective of a loving Heavenly Father, that he would never, ever forsake us. Hey, um, I love the Lord this morning, and uh, I love the church. Amen. It's good to be here. Amen. Anyone else like thing that I share? Thank you, really, the Lord. My Lord, this morning. On Jordan's
standing. Just remain standing. Let's do something right here since you're standing up. You know, Chris shared in, uh, in his devotion this morning. He shared with us, you know. And uh, I thought about it a long time, but our our national hymn. And I want everybody to look at this. We're going to sing that together. Look at page uh, 809. 809. We'll sing that in... Uh, How many's ever sung this song before? What's going to be new to a lot of us? Y'all will sing it as good as I play it. <laughs> <laughs>
give you an opportunity to share. And I'm so thankful for the blood that Jesus shed for me yeah. on the cross. Brother yeah. Wayne, it was on a Monday night at, at um, my mother's dad's house. Uh, we, we were having a, a family get together, and uh, my Aunt Sue and I were both saved that night. And uh, that was a very happy day. Sure. Amen. Amen. But you know, there's one song, we're going to do something out of character right here, Brother Cliff, and the Lord. 
we're just doing this right here since we're learning your songs. And I sang this little chorus right here. He's my Lord. Can we do that, Chris? Sure. Can we do that? Do you need the music for that? Uh, I would have to if I played it. Okay. <laughs> I sang this. We uh, sang this. Uh, I sang it a little bit and just a little bit on my heart. And I think we'll do this right here. And if He is my Lord. And I'm so thankful again for Christ dying for me. And uh, shed His precious blood. You know that I may, that I'm going to live. And, uh, but I can stand up here and say, you know, He is my Lord. He is my Savior. And uh, I just want to share this little course with you. I want y'all to sing it with me too. And, uh, Praise be God. Okay. okay. And that's the East Africa we We'll sing this little chorus right here.
this time give us Heavenly Father to come to your house and to, to worship you, Heavenly yes. Father, to learn more about you, just get a little closer to you today, Heavenly Father. And Heavenly Father, I pray for the remainder of this service, Heavenly Father, I just ask you, Lord, to fill Brother Steve with your Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father, give him a message I know that we're all in need of, especially me, Heavenly Father. We just thank you so much for your love and and Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, no, we just give you the going to praise for it all. These things I pray in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Chris, Brother Wayne, Sister Marilyn. Already been a joy to be over here at God's house today and to um, experience what we've been able to feel. And uh, this has been a patriotic service um, as we uh, celebrate our independence in the United States here this weekend and, and the Independence Day being tomorrow. And uh, I very much appreciate uh, what Brother Chris did there. Uh, in sharing with us uh, what some of our founding fathers uh, quotes that they had, some things they had to say. And no doubt this country was founded uh, on the principles of God. There's no doubt about that. These were men who, who feared God and uh, uh, it was not uh, and, and, and it shouldn't be this way and it's not religion and godliness is not forced, it's not legislated by the government, it can't be. Uh, but it's what our founding fathers uh, designed this country and the laws of this country to be founded upon. And I'm so, uh, I'm so glad of that today. I want us to realize that, and, and, and most all of you know this, America is a very young country as compared to the other countries throughout this world. And uh, don't ever take for granted that our freedoms and the things that we enjoy, don't ever take for granted that that is free. There's a price that has been paid for that, and there's prices that's continuing to be paid for the freedoms that we have here in America. And don't think for one minute that if we get slack and we let down our guard, and we become less dependent upon God that these freedoms that we so enjoy, uh, one of the main ones is being able to come over here to Liberty Hill Church and worship Amen. God, right. that they could be in jeopardy. Uh, uh, and, and so I want to encourage you today to always pray for our countries, our leaders, whether you agree or disagree with their platform. My prayer is that God would give them all wisdom and understanding to make the right decisions in that, uh, that that they do. And remember that it's a government, a government by the people and for the people. Uh, and it's not a dictatorship. Uh, and and, and I'm, I'm so thankful to uh, live in a country. Uh, I've never known any other way, never known it. Uh, there's so many people that have testimonies that came up in places where, uh, and, and I think about the Holocaust and I think about those uh, Jews and Polish people over there that uh, what they were put through during the Holocaust and, and we've never experienced anything like that here hope we never do but we need to thank the good Lord David for the country that we live in 
that we live in today. And I want to say that it's good to see uh, each one of you here today. I appreciate uh, you being here. And uh, uh, I, I want to uh, thank the good Lord for our revival. Uh, those of you that got to come, Brother Dustin Smith was such a blessing Amen. to our church. And, and, and I've had so many people uh, tell me and, uh, what, the, what a blessing the revival was. And uh, not only was, but it still is. We're going to keep revival going, and we're not going to let our guard down. We're going to keep it going. And I so much appreciate Brother Dustin giving of his time uh, and effort and, and coming over here and, and, and serving as our evangelist and our helper uh, this, this past week. And uh, what a blessing that that's been. And if you get a chance and you want to call Brother Dustin or text him or just tell him how much you appreciate him uh, being here uh, uh, helping us. And, and uh, let's continue to pray for Brother Michael and those of you that came in just a little while ago. Brother Michael texted us all this morning and uh, uh, he's afraid he might have a virus. He's sick. So pray for him. Pray for Sister Kathy. She's not uh, here with us today. She's She's sick, and so let's pray for her. It's good to have JP here with us today. That's that's Brother Don's grandson, and he brought Brother Don to church today. So we're uh, so thankful that that uh, that he's here with us. And uh, uh, if you'll turn in your Bibles to uh, uh, the Gospel of John, Saint John, uh, the 16th chapter, and uh, uh, I'd like to. Uh, the Lord being our helper for just a few minutes, uh, I'd like to preach on the thought overcoming hindrances today. And I, I, I want us to uh, uh, think about that and, and try to tie this scripture in to, uh, uh, to that. And we all have them today, every one of us, where that's part, I, I really believe it's part of the tribulations that we're in in this, in this life today is some of the hindrances that uh, you and I have in our lives today. But uh, in the 29th verse of the 16th chapter of St. John, uh, Jesus here begins to uh, talk to his disciples and throughout this chapter he had been uh, warning them and uh, advising and letting them know of, of, of some of the persecution that would be coming their way. That's one thing about Jesus. He never leaves us uh, wandering or, or leaves us out in left field but the Bible continually forewarns us and tells us of things uh, that we can expect as Christians today and if it wasn't that way uh, we would we would wonder what's happening but, uh, but, 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 but God knew all of these things ahead of time and, and he told his disciples that they would suffer persecution and even some would uh, be put to death they would be martyrs for uh, the cause of Christ. And, and so in the uh, 29th verse, it says here that his disciples said unto him, Lo, now speaketh thou plainly, and speaketh no proverb. I believe they were saying here, uh, maybe no parable or anything, but speak plainly to us here, what you'd have us to know. And it said, uh, they also told him, they said, Now, uh, now are we sure that thou knowest all things, and needest not that any man should ask thee. By this we believe that God, we believe that thou camest forth from God. 
And Jesus answered them and said, Do you now believe? He asked, he, Jesus uh, asked that in a question. He said, Behold, the hour uh, cometh, yea, and is now come, that ye shall be scattered every man to his own, and shall leave me alone, and yet I'm not alone, because the Father is with me. These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. And listen to what he says here at the, at the latter part of this verse. In the world ye shall have tribulation. He was not only talking here to the twelve disciples, but he was talking to us today. He said, in the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. He said, I have overcome the world. And, and uh, uh, I tell you, when you just read the last part of this 33rd verse, that's enough right there that ought to put us on shouting ground. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Now, we hadn't overcome uh, the world on our own, but through Him, we are overcomers. We are more uh, than overcomers today uh, in the world that we live. But uh, I want to talk to us just for a few minutes uh, this morning about overcoming hindrances uh, in our life today. And so uh, I begin to look, and we all know what a hindrance is. It's something that, uh, 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 that delays us. The dictionary defines the word hinder as to cause a delay or difficulty in something. And, and we've all <coughs> had experiences with that. We're, uh, we're hindered all the time with different things that we set out to do. Uh, uh, just uh, uh, last Friday, uh, they asked me to go down to Clanton and to pick up some eggs and bring them back to the hatchery and said they won't be ready till 4 o'clock. Well, it started uh, crossing my mind that I'm supposed to be there at 4 o'clock and I'm going to be on I-65 going through Birmingham on Labor on uh, 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 Independence Day weekend and everybody's going to be heading to the beach and I'm going to be uh, in some traffic. And sure enough, uh, everything sailed pretty good till I got to about Alabaster and the interstate just became a parking lot. And uh, nothing you could do but just sit there and move a few inches every few minutes. And so I called uh, the man where I was going, the farm where I was heading, and I said, uh, listen, I'm no way I'm going to be there at 4 o'clock. I said, I left Susan Moore at 2 o'clock, and that gave me plenty of time to get down here. Uh, uh, but this traffic is something, so I let him know that I'm going to be hindered, not going to be there uh, when I'm supposed to be. But I said that uh, to say this, there's hindrances in our life today. Everything that we uh, set out to do, I want you to understand that the devil uh, is determined and bound uh, to hinder us in everything that we do. He would love no, he would love to hinder our joy and our peace and salvation today. And everything that he sets out to do, he would love to uh, cause us uh, some distraction or some tribulation. But uh, Jesus told him here, he said in the world you're going to have tribulation. So uh, today when we face uh, the problems that we face, and I tell you what, a lot of times I, I, I want to look around and just thank God for all that he's given and done. And even though I have some tribulations and you do too, we're a far blessed people. There's more good times in our life than there is bad times today. And I believe if we'll look around, uh, we can count our blessings and think about all the times that God has blessed us and the, uh, the hindrances and the tribulations that God has 
I pulled us through and I put us on the other side in spite of all the efforts of Satan to try to uh, delay his uh, God's work and delay the church. But I begin to look at what uh, the Apostle Paul I told the Galatians over there. He said, uh, you did run well. Uh, but he asked the question, uh, who did hinder you uh, that you should not obey the truth? And <coughs> the apostle here had seen a lot of the good work that had come uh, from the church here in Galatia, uh, but he uh, also saw that they had been hindered and that uh, some of them that had been on fire for the Lord uh, maybe had cooled down a little bit, uh, maybe wasn't as up and about his business as they uh, used to be. And he said, you did run well, uh, but who I did hinder you? And I know there's been times in my life that I've been more on fire uh, for God than I have at other times. And uh, uh, the question would have to be asked to me, uh, who did hinder you? I, I, and I begin to think about uh, today that I want you to understand that and not be surprised or perplexed uh, uh, when hindrances and tribulations come to you and I as we walk down this path of life today and we're going to be uh, hindered in a lot of things uh, that you and I do, but praise God today, he said, be of good cheer, I have overcome the world today, amen. 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 We begin to think about as we uh, look at this and, and the Apostle Paul, there were so many times when he was in prison and he was writing uh, to the churches, but uh, he not only wanted to write to them, but there was times that he had a desire to go personally to the churches. Amen. That's one thing. Uh, amen. To talk to somebody on the phone or to give them a text. But it's another thing when you can just go face to face and talk to them. You wouldn't want to text somebody that their loved one had been killed in an automobile accident, but you would want to go face to face and let them uh, know that. So the Apostle Paul had a great desire uh, over here in Thessalonians to go and to talk to this people. He said in the 18th uh, verse of the second chapter, he said, wherefore we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us. And, and so uh, there's times today that you and I, I can't be where we want to be and there's hindrances uh, that come, but I want to preach to you just for a few minutes though, this morning about overcoming the hindrances in our life today. There's been times that I wanted to be somewhere and maybe because of sickness or because of an emergency, a family emergency, I wasn't able to be there and I just have to let them know that I've had a hindrance and just I can't come, but I'm glad today that I'm serving an almighty God today that's overcome by the world that can give you and I good cheer today. We can be of good cheer and we can overcome the tribulations and the hindrances that are in this life today. Amen. Amen. Right. Boy, I thought about this. And boy, I'm glad that, you know, aren't you glad that Jesus forewarned us of these things today and let us know, you know, 
we can build something up real big, but if we don't let people know that there's going to be some problems along the way, there's going to be some bumps in the road, it's not going to be smooth sailing every day and every night. Uh, we, we owe it to them to let them know that. And Jesus Christ let us know that in this life, you and I will have tribulations. And, we'll, and it seems like, and I don't understand why things happen the way that they do, but it seems like some folks have more tribulations in their life. They have more hindrances in their life than others. And, and I can't explain that, but God knows all about it. And I'm going to tell you today, His grace is sufficient for that today. The Apostle Paul, I, I said he had a thorn in his flesh. Amen. And the Bible says that he besought the good Lord thrice to remove that thorn out of his flesh. But God told him, he said, my grace, praise God, is sufficient today. Now, I don't know what the thorn was that he had in his flesh, Brother Kenneth, but he described it as a messenger from Satan to Buffett him. Uh, he said that lest I be exalted uh, above measure. Uh, now I want you to understand uh, that with a lot of people, uh, the Apostle Paul was a great man. Uh, and a lot of them may have put him up on a pedestal. Uh, and maybe it was the reason uh, how to keep him from being put on that pedestal above Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, but Paul was always the first one uh, to let you and I know uh, that it wasn't about him, uh, but it was about him today. Amen. Amen. I'm going to tell you today, there's some hindrances and there's some tribulations and there's some trials that you and I are going to go through in this life today. But praise God, we're more than overcomers through Jesus Christ who loved us and cared for us today. When I was younger and I'd face a tribulation or a trial or a hindrance and I'd think to myself and I'd think, oh, how am I going to get through this thing? Looks like everything's going south. But I just turn to the one that's overcome the world, the one that's overcome every problem. Not only the problems that you and I are facing today, but every problem, Brother Bubba, that we'll face in the future. Amen. Amen. He knows all about it today. Amen. I've got a habit that when it comes down around revival time, and I know my wife gets tired of hearing it, but I've got this bad habit of saying, and I say it to my family, I say, now don't y'all go to hindering me uh, during this week. Don't uh, give me things that'll be a hindrance in my life. I need things to go smooth. And I want things to, uh, I want to be able to be close to the Lord and, and to be able to go to revival and be, be in the revival, amen. Not just there, but take part in it. Amen. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, regardless of what I say, uh, uh, Satan's got hindrances. Uh, uh, he'll throw out there uh, uh, for you and I today. Uh, uh, but I'm glad uh, uh, that God gives us the ability and the power to overcome it today. Amen. Amen. What a blessing today. I tell you, if Jesus hadn't said anything else, if he had just, just said, be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. Why, that'd be enough there to go to jumping bitches about. Amen. Amen. I remember as we begin uh, to look at this, you remember a man, the Bible described him as an Ethiopian eunuch. And the Bible said that he was down there reading 
the Bible and Isaiah's writing and, and I'll not go through all of that but, but we know that Philip went down there and he preached to him he preached to him Jesus Christ and, and uh, as they went on there a little ways I, I, the eunuch saw a pool of water over there and he said what doth hinder me uh, to be baptized uh, and he was probably thinking in his mind uh, he said I feel something deep in my heart uh, I feel that Jesus has made a difference in my life uh, and that same spirit uh, amen that drew the eunuch uh, to Jesus Christ uh, he saw water uh, and he had heard about uh, to become part of the church uh, that you come through baptism uh, amen uh, and I believe he had a desire uh, and he turned to Philip over there the one that he preached him the gospel and he said here's water what doth hinder me you may be here today and we ask the question what's hindering you today nothing was hindering that Ethiopian eunuch except being saved and when the Philip asked him for his experience of grace he said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I never heard a prettier experience of grace in all my life. And the Bible said that Philip commanded the chariot stop. And they got off, both of them. And he went down there and he baptized that eunuch. I'm going to tell you, if you want it bad enough today and you have the desire in your heart, all the devils in hell, I can't hinder you from doing what what God wants you to do. Amen. Amen. You see, the eunuch overcame the, he overcame the hindrances. Amen. Amen. And I'm so glad Philip today, Philip didn't just take him down there hoping that he had the goods, but Philip asked him and he gave his experience of grace. What a, what a great thing today as we I'll begin to look. And, and you and I, through God, you see, we're no match. I've said this so many times. We're no match for Satan and all of his tricks and devices. Uh, but through God, the great overcomer today, through Jesus Christ, you and I, I can overcome every tribulation and every problem. I knew a woman one time, and I've talked about it before. And this woman... Uh, I tell you what, if anybody ever lived at the foot of the cross, I believe that she did. And she was a customer, customer of mine back in the 80s. And I remember uh, going to her house to service her air conditioning unit. And she, she was continually uh, talking about the Lord. She'd go to jails and different places. And she'd just give her testimony and, and, and talk about the Lord. And, and, uh, and I never could understand because her husband caused her grief and caused her problems and his mind wasn't just right and he, he was an embarrassment. Some of the things he would do would be an embarrassment to her. But uh, I ever thought if there was ever an overcomer over the hindrances of life, she was one. Amen. She did not let that stop her from spreading the word of the Lord and giving her testimony and telling other people what God I could do in their life. Amen. I so I want to, I got good news for you today. You and I can be of good cheer. He's overcome the world and because he has, it makes you and I overcomers today. Amen. 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 I remember one time, different examples in the Bible and I'll not, I'll not near cover them all uh, today, but there's different examples in the Bible where, where faith and overcoming what looked like was impossibilities, uh, but, but by faith, 
They overcame. And I remember one time uh, when Jesus' popularity was pretty high, and there was a Bible said there's a great multitude around him. And uh, they, there were some men that had brought a man that was sick of the palsy. He was bedridden. And uh, they were bringing him to Jesus. And when they got there, uh, the Bible teaches us that because of the multitude of people, they could not get this bed and this man uh, in there. And I, can you imagine? It'd be hard enough trying to walk up to Jesus uh, without toting a bed, somebody sick. And so uh, by faith, the Bible teaches us that they climbed up on the roof and they began to tear off the tiles, amen. Must have gotten some ropes and they let this man down amongst Jesus down there, right there in front of him, amen. And the Bible said that when Jesus said, uh, uh, by their faith and because of their faith, not only the faith of the man that they lowered down in there, but the faith of those men that had enough God about them to help lower this man down in the presence of Jesus. And he said, by thy faith, thy sins be forgiven thee. Amen. Amen. What are you saying, preacher? They overcome some obstacles. They overcame some hindrances. Right. That it would have been a lot easier, carnally speaking, just to roll the guy back to the nursing home and just say, we tried, brother. <laughs> but he's got such a crowd around him over there that we can't get you to him. I'm going to tell you, if we want it today, we can overcome the hindrances. We can overcome the tribulations that are in our life today. Many times you've heard me preach several times on the woman with the issue of blood and how that she had gone to doctor after doctor, physician after physician, hoping to be healed of, of this uh, devastating disease that she had. And I'm sure the doctors did all they could do, all that medical, uh, uh, their medical ability to do. And um, she just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And, uh, and she, she saw where Jesus was coming, walking through the place there. I'm still talking about overcoming uh, today. And, 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 and she saw where Jesus was coming through. And the Bible said that somehow or another, in her weak way that she got through that crowd and see that people were pressing upon him and trying to touch him and, and it just amazed I love this scripture it just amazes me how that Sister Vanessa she probably I picture her just crawling uh, through there and there was probably people stepping on her because of the crowd amen and maybe people pushing into her and, but she had her eyes fixed upon Jesus there and she had in her heart and in her mind that if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I'd be made whole. And see, she, she had purposed to, to get over that hindrance that she had. She purposed in her heart and in her mind that she'd get beyond that. Amen. And, uh, and I believe if she had never made it up there to get a hold of the hem of his garment, I still believe that Jesus Christ would have recognized the need in her life. 
But the Bible teaches us that somehow or another, she got up there and she began to tug there and touch the hem of his garment. And the Bible said that Jesus felt virtue. I'll go out of him to the surprise of his disciples who couldn't believe he knew that somebody touched him with so many different people pronging on him from there. I'm going to tell you something today. When you and I get in touch with God, when we touch him, he will touch you today. Amen. And you'll feel the presence of his touch. We don't have today to live and be put down and set back by the hindrances that are in life. But we can overcome these things in our life. And I realize, don't you think for one minute that I'm up here preaching and that, that there's no excuse for somebody not to be able to do something or to come to church and I'm not one of those, amen. There's been times in my life where I couldn't come. I was providentially hindered today. And there's going to be times that hadn't happened to you there's going to be times that's going to happen in your life today. But I'm talking about the hindrances today that we have in life that sometimes we use for an excuse, amen, to keep us from getting closer to God. Help me, God, to overcome these things and to, and to uh, be what you would have me to be. I remember Hezekiah, all kind of people in the Bible who had deficiencies or, or maybe handicaps of their body that caused them not to be able to do what other people did. And, and Jesus came through and, and little Zacchaeus, a little little man, and I guess he is a midget, is what we probably uh, call him today, or dwarf. And, uh, uh, but he had a job as a tax collector and uh, the Bible teaches us uh, that uh, uh, he heard that Jesus was coming through. And no doubt he had heard from others that uh, this man had done many miracles and he had uh, he had uh, cleansed those that had diseases and he healed the sick and he had uh, caused the lepers uh, to be healed and so uh, Zacchaeus was over there and, and uh, I can just see him with everybody being about normal size and this little man trying to look and see Jesus the Bible said that he climbed up in a sycamore tree to see Jesus who he was Amen. Amen. I'm talking about overcoming the hindrances in our life today. Sister Renee, I begged and pleaded with God not to ever make me have to get up in front of people and preach. I remember in school, I just, my heart would go to beating and I just have nervous flashes when the teacher would say, okay, Steve McCroy, it's your time to get up here in front of the class and tell the class about your summer. And I just dreaded that. When God called me to preach, I said, Lord, Lord, there's no way I can do this. My, my, my nature is a hindrance to me, God. But I'm going to tell you what, He overcome the world. And everybody that he's ever called to stand and plow the gospel plow, he will give them the ability to do that in spite of our weaknesses, in spite of our shortcomings today. Amen. He'll give them the ability to do that. I'd like to ask you today, what hinders you today? The Ethiopian eunuch asked Philip, what hinders me to be baptized? I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Amen. What hinders me from being part of the church today? Amen. He asked that question. 
God will get you beyond your hindrances today. I'm, I'm glad that he'll do that. I'm fixing to close. Just one more example. The Bible said that there was a place down there called Bethesda's Pool. And I preached on this a lot of times too about a man that had an infirmity for 38 years, I believe it was. And we know the story how the angel of the Lord would come and trouble the water in the pool. And the first one in the pool, see there were some, there were some uh, uh, limitations on this. And there were some, uh, the, the, you, you couldn't just go get in the pool. But you had to be the first one after the angel troubled the water in the pool. And, uh, and, 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 and Jesus come down there and he saw this man that had been lame uh, for 38 years. And uh, I believe that all during that time he had tried his best uh, to get by the hindrance, the physical hindrance of his life and his body and try to get down there and get in that pool after the angel of the Lord. I troubled that water, but uh, every time he would go down according to what he told Jesus Christ, he said, every time somebody goes in before I do. Amen. And so there he was just stuck with that hindrance, stuck in that tribulation, in that uh, form of his body, uh, that infirmity that he had. I, I, but Jesus said, I'll be thou made whole. Amen. If thou believest, amen. The Bible teaches us that he took up his bed. He said, take up thy bed and go. Amen. He can get you by every hindrance in your life today. Amen. I used to have a fellow come to my house and he's, he's gone on to be with the Lord now, but he was a, a his wife had died and he lived alone. And he just liked coming over to the house and, and sitting and talking. And he really liked coming when I was real busy. And uh, I'd be out there bush hogging or doing something that I was kind of pushed for time to do. And I'd see that yellow car pull up there. And uh, he didn't have a whole lot to do. He got a check coming in the mail and he didn't really have to do anything. And, and uh, he'd come over there and he'd sit down and uh, he'd just want to talk. Amen. I'd shut that tractor off and I'd talk to him. He'd just stay and stay, and uh, and uh, I'm not proud of this. Every so often I think in my mind, Lord, I've got stuff that I need to get done. And we're just over here talking about the weather and everything under the sun. I said, what a hindrance this color is to me right now. But I don't want to be ugly. Hey, man. And finally I'd say, boy, it's going to be getting dark pretty soon. I'm going to try to get this finished up. I even offered to get him on the tractor with me and we can still talk. Uh, but I said that. I to say this today. You and I are going to have hindrances in our life. Just expect them. They're part of it. We live in a fallen world as Brother Michael has stressed to teach us uh, that we live in a fallen, cursed world today. Everything's not perfect. We may have good desires uh, in our mind. Amen. Uh, but because we get providentially hindered sometimes it delays us maybe uh, from doing what we want to do uh, for the Lord but praise God today we've got the ability to overcome that today so I want to ask you today is there something that you've been hindered amen about today is there something that's been holding you back amen as I said a while ago the, uh, the, the dictionary defines it as something that delays what we're going to do are causes difficulty. 
in what we're going to do. And I want to ask you today, are you being hindered today? What's the hindrance? The eunuch said, what doth hinder me to be baptized? He had found the Lord as his Savior. Nothing hindered him to be baptized today. If you're here today, amen, and there's something you need to do, don't let the hindrances of Satan stop you today, but turn to the one that's overcome the world by the blood of the Lamb today. He's overcome, and he wants to help you today and give you that, that you stand in need of. Brother Bo, I know that there's so many things, and, and I can only imagine when you're out there on your back porch and you look out across your pretty place there, and, and I can only imagine how bad you want to get on a piece of equipment and just go out there on your four-wheeler or whatever, and but you've got some hindrances right now that's going to keep you from that. We're praying that God's going to help with that. Yeah. And before too long, you can swing your leg up around that four-wheeler, amen, amen, and get out there and just ride it till you run it out of gas. Amen. I'm going to tell you, he's an overcomer today. We've all got hindrances. We've all got them. We've all got a thorn in the flesh. If you'll have it that way. Paul, we don't know what all it was. Paul, Paul, as far as we know, he was a single man and never married. And he probably, he probably had feelings that all men and all women get at some time or another. Amen. Wanting somebody, wanting somebody to love and to hold. Amen. But instead, he devoted his life purely to preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ and to lifting him. Maybe that was part of the thorn. I don't know what it was. But every one of us today are carrying a thorn in the flesh today in me. But praise God because he's overcome. Come give us a song because he's overcome today. You and I have victory today. Amen. So I'm going to ask you, don't let anything hold you back. But well, why don't you come? Let's all stand together. 571.